0: Get up, Flyer fans. It's the show just for you. Flyer Feedback. Presented by Bud Light and live from Flanagan's Pub on Stewart Street off Brown. Flyer Feedback is brought to you by Bud Light. Raise one right now. And by Flyer Spirit. The university-owned, student-staffed destination for Dayton Flyers gear. Hashtag Flyer Spirit. Call in with your comments or questions. 457-1290. Flyer Feedback. On AM 1290 and News 90 seven W-H-I-O. Now here's your host, John Bedell.
1: And welcome in, Flyer fans, to the best pub in town. A very Merry Christmas to all... Bring you an early Christmas present. They win over VMI 92-56. to 56. Contrary to that intro opening, filling in for John Bedell, I'm Michael Purvis. Nate Green joining me. And, Nate, I'm a very Merry Christmas to you and your family, sir.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Same to you.
1: And as we said, Dayton does bring that uh, early Christmas present to all of us with that win over VMI. And, uh, and, and Nate, I... So many things we can get into. There's a lot of things we can talk about with this game. Of course, you know we talked with Scoochy getting uh, getting his career 1,000 point. There's also this being the end of the non conference going into conference play. We have many different topics that we can get into. But I, I kind of want to talk a little bit more about this about this Christmas uh, Christmas thing because it's so key to win this game going into a break, everything like that. Uh, but Nate, I want to know on, from the team perspective. When you played, did you get to go home now? Or what more were you doing for this exact little break right before Christmas? Uh,
2: Well, you know, the coaches got to be nice a little bit. They let us go home for, I think, Christmas Day and we had to come back the next day. So um, it was a little break, but nothing really. You know, spend a little time with the family, and then we got to get back to business. And, um, you know, the A-10 is about to start up, so they got to get focused and get ready for that. Was there ever
1: really a dilemma for, like, staying on home versus going to, uh, you know, going, staying, staying here in campus versus going home? Was there ever a dilemma on that? Or is it, like, clear, hey, I'm going home, like, no doubt?
2: No, nah, it was never a dilemma. Mm-hmm. Um, the coaches, you know, they show love and they understand that we have families and, you know, we need to see them at certain times. So during the holidays, they do let us go back, but it's a short visit and we got to get back to work.
1: 4571290 is the number if you want to jump on call in and talk to us here and, and give Nate his questions on what Dayton's done today amongst other things of course you can also jump on the Bud Light mic and I'll give you my friendly disclaimer right off the bat is this is Christmas we don't want the FCC fine, so please keep it family friendly in here. Once we head over to the Bud Light MiPo, we yeah. I would love to. Yeah, of course, because
2: uh, I don't have the bleep bleep. Button, <laughs> so
1: <laughs> that goes to Brendan back in the studio. So we give Brendan a lot of a lot of credit with that one. So, anyways, Nate, let's uh, let's jump into this being the uh, this game being the end of the non conference slate. Dayton will will enter the enter conference play with three wins. In your eyes. What have we learned about this team as we head into conference play and head into this Christmas break? Uh,
2: We've learned a lot, honestly. We learned that uh, we're not a first-half team, which we're working on. Um, It's good to learn that now because it's early and we can fix that. So by the time March comes, um, we will be a first-half and a second-half team. Um, We also understand that we, we are a team that plays together. We share the ball. Uh, We get it to the open man. They make the extra pass. Um, You know, if a player is hot, they're going to find that guy. You know, they encourage their teammates, and, um, you know, that's a good thing
1: you mentioned the struggles in the first half and i think that's obviously something that is pretty apparent um did when you played did you guys, did your teams ever struggle being one half team over another and if you did what what do you is there anything you do to focus that or to change that i mean what 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 do you what do you have to say uh,
2: you know it's one of those things where you, the preparation in the locker room is key and sometimes what happens is when you have a team that quote unquote is not at your level like uh, no disrespect to VMI but they were just at not at a Dayton Flyers level um you come in a little lackadaisical and those are teams that you're scared of because they can come out, they catch fire and as you give a team confidence and you keep them in the game and you know at the last four minutes of the game it's a ball game Mm -hmm. and you know they didn't do that tonight. You know they jumped on them and didn't let up and we got that victory.
1: Yeah Dayton jumped out quickly on on VMI. They really started to pull away at the half and they really for the most part looked pretty good throughout that entire game. Really kind of jumped off that. uh, It looked good both off Offensively and defensively in the first half in the last couple games. We really only saw them look good in the uh, in the first half and Unfortunately, I can't there we go Actually at the at halftime Dayton was up 47 29 and an 18-point lead going in the half I believe they've been trailing the last two maybe even the last three games. They've been trailing going into the halftime
2: uh, Yeah, you know, I was looking at something and the good thing about it is today. We had 26 assists you know that's huge. That means that we share the ball and we, you know, we make that extra pass and we're not selfish. And when you have a team that's not selfish, it's hard to guard them. You know, like tonight, I think we had what seven guys in double figures. A lot, yeah. You know that if we can do that all year round, that's going to be hard to scout.
1: And also, not to mention that was done without Charles Cook contributing at all. I mean, Charles Charles Cook had to sit out today with that without wrist injury.
2: Yes, and, and you know that's huge. That says a lot for the program that you know. one One of the best players is not playing and we still can pick up the pieces and keep moving
1: delving into some of those stats really quick. You did hear Larry talk about it. Uh, Sam Miller, 15 points. He led, was tied for the lead in all scores. Also had uh, Kyle Davis, 14, Daryl Davis with 11, and a handful of players at 10. Scoochie with 10, as well as Ryan, Mike Sell, Crosby, and Williams, all with 10 points apiece. A really good overall team effort uh, without their leading score, Nate, and uh, I think that's obviously attributed by those assists that you just mentioned.
2: Oh, yeah, and, you know, the one thing that stands out to me is that uh Daryl Davis, uh Zarius Williams and uh Ryan Mike seal They're playing well right now. You know, they are the players that needed that little confidence and they got it. Last game they had a good game. Now it's carried over to this game and hopefully it can continue because we're going to need them to go far in March.
1: 457-1290 once again is the number if you want to ask away at Nate Green. Also, you can also jump on the Bud Light mic here if you have any questions if you're here at Flanagan's with us. Also, if you want to get on the Twitter as well, you can look me up at his at Mike, Michael Purvis. You can always give me there. I love to have some hot takes from Twitter if you can give them T- to us. We tweet. We love it. Anyways, so I want to go a little bit more into talking about Zarius Williams, and I think we're starting to see a little bit more of a pattern with Dayton players, especially Dayton Bigman. We saw the huge step that Kendall Pollard took when he and he was a sophomore in his second year with uh, with Archie. Now we're starting to see that with Darius Williams. I mean, talk about a little bit, if you could, Nate, about the evolution of a lengthy forward like him.
2: Uh, yeah, well, it's a transition from high school to college, you know. First year, um, had to get involved and get Acclimated to college basketball, and you know this year the coach is letting him um, play a little more and giving him a little more role in the games, and he's doing well with it. And by the time he's a senior, he's going to be one of the top stars.
1: He's kind of consistently. He's almost taken over the role as the sixth man off the bench, and and really he he, he's contributing solid minutes all the way through. And I think uh, I don't know about you, but I was I can't even tell you how impressed I was with that turnaround three that he had in the corner in the first half. Uh, That is something an evolution. He's turned himself into. a jump shooter as well.
2: Yeah, well, he's always been a jump shooter, even in high school. You know, he went to Wayne High School. It was a very good program around here. Um... You know, it was just one of those situations last year where, you know, you have several people in your position. It's kind of hard to get time, but as uh, a college athlete, you wait your time and it will come. You just keep working hard and when it comes, you got to produce. And that's what he's doing now.
1: Talk a little bit about that dynamic about waiting your turn. I mean, that was something you had you had obviously had to register to your what what's that what's that like in the in the mentality of a player to have to wait your turn like that even when you think you can contribute right away.
2: Honestly, it's one of those things is it's growing. You're growing into a player. Um, you know, you're coming in, you're, you're a little young, and you don't understand everything that is involved with being a college athlete. And when you do that after your freshman year, things are, look up for you.
1: And that's something that we're starting to see the upside. Zarius Williams has started to really turn that around on his own, as he had uh, ten points today, in addition to uh, seven rebounds. He was actually starting to push a uh, push a double double. Or only only uh, actually had eighteen minutes of play. Uh, Zarius Williams also doing well. And of course, one of the other players who we've always talked about continues to have great performances. Kendall Pollard, he's starting to look healthy once again. Another player who uh, his contributions on the on the court, even though he had a little bit of a st- uh, struggle to start the game. Yeah, this it- team is so much different with him
2: oh yeah um you know he makes the team better like you said he got off to a little slow start and you know that's expected for a dating team because we haven't really got off to a good start in the first half anyway but um you know he got acclimated to the game and he let the game come to him and he didn't try to rush things and when you do that uh good things happen
1: Four five seven twelve ninety is the number. You can also pop on the Bud Light mic if you're here at Flanagan's. We're actually going to head to the 457 number. We're going to go to Mark and Xenia Mark, I know you wanted to talk a little bit about uh, just the general feeling of tonight's game. So, hey, Mark, how are you doing? Merry Christmas.
3: Yeah, Merry Christmas to you, too. Hey, Nate. Merry Christmas, buddy. Nate?
1: What you got for us, Mark? Merry Christmas again. Yes.
3: Uh, I'd just like to know if you guys really think the reason Dane's doing so well, they're not turning the ball over and they're hitting their three throws. Then I'd like to ask Nate, are they looking at another big hit for their last scholarship, and where is he coming from? I don't want no names. I just wonder what states he coming from.
2: Uh, you said are they looking for another big man?
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, we're always looking for big men. Um, right now, and I don't know exactly where we're looking, but I know we're always looking for a big man, and hopefully we get that big man that can uh, replace Big Steve.
1: Thank you, Mark. We'll, we'll go a little bit more on your. We'll go a little bit more with your uh, on on what you mentioned as well when it comes to turnovers and, and free throws, which has been something that Dayton did really well today. They did limit their turnovers. They did were still in double digits though with eleven turnovers, but free throw percentage they were, were nine for thirteen in Nada. Uh, I know that sitting in the stands a lot, it seems like Dayton is always a sixty percent free throw shooting team. And uh, but uh, this time in this game, they're obviously shooting a little bit better from the line, and that's something that comes down to a little bit of practice, doesn't it?
2: Uh, Yeah, and honestly, you know, when the time comes, uh, the A-10 tournament in March... Uh, free throws is going to win us some games. It's either going to win us some games or going to lose some games. So we got to concentrate and we make make free throws, and that's what we did tonight. Um, but we just got to continue to get better because we always can improve in that aspect.
1: Absolutely, and I know also going off with uh, what Mark just mentioned, uh, Mark and Zena just mentioned that I do think there is a uh, there is a big man who I think is a transfer from SMU, and I don't have his name in front of me, but I know he's uh possibly is a transfer target for the Flyers. So uh, we could also see what we get there. Uh, Of course, the recruiting trail, I don't know about your Recruiting trail, Uh, not my specialty. I don't know a whole lot about it. I like a lot more what's going on the court.
2: And and that's good, though, you know, if we can get a transfer because obviously he's been in the system for a while. And when you get a freshman, sometimes they have to develop into the player that we want. And when you get a transfer, they've already been through that and have developed, and they will be an asset right away.
1: Well, and Dayton has done really well with with transfer players when you think of well, guys. I believe
2: like, Cook was a transfer. Cook was a
1: transfer, of course. You look at, uh, uh, oh gosh, from, uh, Jordan Seibert, of course, another great transfer player. You look at some of these transfer players who come under Archie Miller. They grow, they prosper once they get here in Dayton.
2: They do. They do because they bring them in and do one thing and, you know, they, they fulfill their uh, their job.
1: Four five seven twelve ninety. Once again, the number. Bud Light Mike here at Flanagan's. If you would like to step up and ask away here at Flanagan's Pub, and uh, we're going to be going to news here. And I do want to. We'll head back to four five seven twelve ninety to our listener line. We're going to go to Jeff in Centerville. Jeff, you have a question about Charles Cook. Jeff, Merry Christmas.
3: Hey, Merry Christmas to you guys. Hey, yeah, I just uh, saw in the paper it said uh, he was. A, it was precautionary, so I'm guessing he could have played if, if he needed to, but uh, they wanted to arrest him. But I was just curious, was it, is it his shooting risk? Uh, do you guys know? They didn't really say.
2: Uh, yes, it is. And um, like you said, it is precautionary. He could have played, but, you know, we didn't want to risk uh, an injury that could have put him out for a while because we're about to start the a 10 Uh, conference, and we wanted him to be 100%. Sure, sure. Okay. All right. That was all. Thanks, guys. Merry Christmas.
1: Great. Thanks, Jeff. Merry Christmas to you once again. Yeah, thanks for thanks for the call. And and I did see, uh, we saw him sitting over there on the on the side. I, I did. I noticed him when uh, during the warm-up line. And, and like I so said, he did have that brace on that right arm and right hand. And hopefully that extra little week, we'll, we'll get through that. I, I did want to talk, uh, one of my talking points I had on here was, was talking about injuries and, and sometimes playing through injuries. And, and Nate, I wanted to
2: know, I mean, when you played, did you ever play hurt? Uh, Yeah, I think I played hurt my whole career. (laughs) Uh, You know, I had two shoulder surgeries, uh, elbow surgery. So, yeah, I played hurt my whole career. Um, My shoulders were bad, and, you know, we had great doctors that got me through it, and that was one of the reasons why I reassured it my freshman year. But, um, you know, with the great staff that UD has and the, the doctors, you know, everything worked out for me.
1: And uh, I'm sure there's, I mean, a lot of dynamic to that. I mean, there's a lot to it. And was there ever a time when you were shut down for precautionary reasons? Or uh, did you ever miss a game because of precautionary reasons like Uh, Cook was?
2: I I did, Mm -hmm. you know, because the thing is, you know, especially when the A-10 tournament is about to start, you have a small injury and you don't want to risk – making it worse and then the kid being out for the whole A-10 conference Um, so sometimes that is needed but when you make those type of precautions you have players on the bench that can come in and step up and fill that role. And in this
1: case, we saw, that, we saw that exactly happen today. I was interested in to see where those 19 points per game might come from today. Well, didn't it didn't really matter a whole lot, 92 yeah, it, it points on the board. It was spreaded out
2: all over. You know, like I said, it was seven guys in double figures. When you get a team that has seven guys in double figures, it's hard to guard them. That's going to be a tough game for somebody.
1: And I like something that one of the things we heard in Archie's postgame comments is Archie acknowledged the fact that Dayton has been struggling on the offensive side just a little bit. But he also mentioned when you move the ball the way that they did today, there's a, as you just said, there's going to be it's really hard to guard. Uh, and we saw that today with 26 assists. I mean, it, once again, just move the ball so well and didn't really stay in anybody's hands for any extended period of time. It was really good ball movement throughout yeah. the entire game.
2: It was. Um, and that's Dayton basketball. You know, they're a real unselfish team. They share the ball. Um, they are what you call a team. You know, we have shirts that we wear to say "true, true team," and that's what we are.
1: They lived up to that again. They always do. It's, it's, it's kind of funny how that motto works a little bit. It kind of sticks yeah. around yeah. with yeah. them, and it's carried the last couple of years. It does. So, Fort once again, uh, four five seven twelve nine. We're here at Flanagan's Pub for Fly. Celebrating a Dayton win over VMI just before Christmas. 92-56 to 56 was the final score. I'm Mike Purvis filling in for John Bedell. Sitting next to me, Nate Green. We're here breaking down and also, as I said, celebrating a Dayton victory just before Christmas. And, of course, we thank all of you for listening here on WHIO and joining us here at Flanagan's Pub. And you hear the music. That means we have time for a quick break over to news. We'll be back here in just a few moments here with the second part of our show here our flyer feedback here at Flanagan's Pub. We'll be back here in just a couple of moments after You're listening to the home of the Flyers. This
0: is Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 957 WHIO. AM
4: 1290 and News 957 WHIO.
0: Dayton and Springfield's 24 hour news weather and traffic.
4: On air, online. At WHIO.com. And in the WHIO app.
0: The home of Fox News in the Miami Valley. Your news starts now.
5: Good evening. It's 9:30. I'm JT Zabo with the WHIO Radio News Update
4: tracking scattered showers through the evening. I'm meteorologist McCall Vrydags. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up.
5: From the WHIO 24-hour team traffic center, freeways are moving normally as is traffic out and around UD Arena, but Dayton police are now responding to a disabled vehicle that's on US 35 westbound near South Smithville Road. And on to our top story tonight at 9.30. A 25-year-old man is in critical condition tonight after a crash in Champaign County. The man pulled out in front of a semi-truck along Ohio 235 just before 3 today. He was ejected despite wearing a seatbelt, and the semi rolled and dumped its payload in that crash. He was transported to Miami Valley Hospital by care flight. The truck driver was treated at the scene for minor injuries. And an Enid man is being charged with vehicular manslaughter in a crash that killed a new Carlisle man back in May.
1: Prosecutors say 20-year-old Nathan Burkholder turned his truck into the path of an oncoming motorcycle driven by 36-year-old Nicholas Martin on Ohio 235 near Scarf Road. Martin was pronounced dead at the scene.
5: That's wh Ron Otto. And Kettering police are now confirming that two bomb threats are connected to a bank robbery attempt tonight. Police recalled called to bomb threats that evacuated the Kettering Recreation Complex and a Kroger supermarket on Dorothy Lane around the same time. A robbery occurred at a fifth third bank branch on Far Hills. The threats were an apparent attempt to divert officers and you can get a complete description of who police are looking for right now on our website WHIO.com and Santa Claus isn't the only one in a giving mood this holiday season.
6: Someone who wished to remain anonymous dropped $10,000 to pay off the layaway bills of Walmart customers in Dayton and Middletown. Dayton Power Light has a donation program that helped more than 400 families last winter avoid electric disconnection.
5: That's Cornelius Froelich of the Dayton Daily News. And the AAA Auto Club says there are a few things to think about before you head out of town for Christmas.
4: I don't care where you're traveling, safety can't take a vacation. So whether you're just traveling 60 miles to visit grandma or you're traveling 600 miles, always in tune with your personal safety. You don't don't tell people personal information that you don't need to know.
5: That's Cindy Andrican with AAA. And now we welcome back McCall with your exclusive Storm Center 7 forecast.
4: Temperatures will be holding in the upper 30s to low 40s by tomorrow morning. For your day tomorrow, we'll see any early morning showers ending. Clouds linger through the day with highs in the low 40s. I'm meteorologist McCall Ags in the Miami Valley. Severe weather station AM 1290 and News 957 WHIO.
5: And the latest scan of live Doppler 7 HD radar is showing some precipitation mainly in the general Dayton metro area, but it is tapering off again to the north. It is currently 38 degrees here in downtown Dayton at 933. If news breaks, we break in immediately. I'm J.T. Zabo on Dayton's 24-hour news weather and traffic station. AM
0: 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO, the home of Fox News. We report, you decide.
4: Tis the season of love and giving, but this year, you're giving a gift that lasts a lifetime of holidays. So, as you search for the perfect engagement ring, let us help you choose the one as unique and amazing as she is. For a limited time, get 0% interest for 12 months at Stafford's Diamonds across from the Dayton Mall. Visit our showroom today or design your engagement ring now at Stafford'sDiamonds.com. Stafford's Diamonds, for every facet of life, shine true.
2: Psst, it's me, your bathroom medicine cabinet. I see you naked, know how often you floss, and watch you pluck unsightly hairs. I can keep a secret, but you need to know, your kids have been taking your prescriptions to get high. I couldn't keep it quiet, because prescription drug abuse now causes more deaths than cocaine and heroin ODs combined. So please, mind your meds. For tips on safeguarding your meds, and your family, visit the Partnership for Drug-Free Kids at drugfree.org.
0: Check your furnace filter monthly and replace it as needed to maximize the life and efficiency of your furnace. Find more tips and sign up for furnace filter reminders at Vectron.com saveenergy. Think it's time to replace your old inefficient furnace? Vectron can help you cover the cost. For rebate information and qualifying products, visit Vectron.com saveenergy. This year, make her glow with happiness with a gift card to the Woodhouse
4: Day Spa at The Green. Receive a $20 bonus card with your gift card purchase of $100 or more. Instant printable gift cards are available at woodhousedayton.com.
3: Don't miss another opportunity to get the gift they'll always remember. The Elizabeth Diamond Company in Centerville, Troy, and shopedc.com. Get up to 30% off store wide or 48 months interest free financing. It's true, if you haven't shopped EDC, you're not done shopping yet.
0: You're listening to Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call with your questions and comments now. 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
1: And Flyer fans, welcome back into Flanagan's Pub. Here for our second little part of Flyer feedback. We thank you for joining us as always. Filling in for John Bedell, I'm Mike Purvis. Next to me, Nate Green, and Nate. A uh, we have a little bit of breaking news from the Dayton from the Dayton beat writer Dave Jablonski of the Dayton Daily. They are reporting now that Charles Cooks. Uh, X-rays have turned, come back negative. So uh, good news there. It does appear that it good news on that end. So yeah. thank you, Dave Jablonski, uh, for giving us that information. So uh, good news there. Well, it seems like Charles Cook is going to be okay. As we mentioned before, 457-1290 is the phone number. Or you can step up to the U- Bud Light mic. And Santa, I have already warned you, and I'm going to go ahead and say it again. We're going to make sure that we keep it family-friendly up here. But with that, we will go to the Bud Light mic. UD Santa in the house. <laughs>
2: What you got for us? Well, Santa's not naughty. (laughs) Hey, I want to say the team has put in a lot of effort this year and uh, made uh, made some big adjustments, and they've been working real hard. And I think we saw tonight maybe like next year's team
6: a little bit out there on the court. And I think our sophomores have come along amazingly well.
3: And uh, Trey has some exciting moments tonight too. And just –
2: this team has definitely shown us that uh, they don't know how to say quit and so the, even the games they lost this year a lot of heart a lot of effort and so uh, I, I'm going to give them a lot of nice presents under the tree and I'm certainly hoping that one of them is don't open until March. Oh uh, yeah. So go absolutely. Flyers. Go yeah. Flyers, indeed.
1: N- nice uh, net, maybe a net cut down for perhaps maybe even one from the arena again, like we did last year. And, uh, and uh, Nate, I again, do, like, uh, <laughs> go a little bit on that. We did really see the sophomores step up a lot today, and I, I really was also impressed by uh, by Crosby's performance. Really was, he had some. He's had some rough patches throughout the year, kind of coming in off the bench when when Scucci or, or Kyle needs a rest, and yeah. we really. Saw Saw that he can be a scorer maybe he's starting to take steps of taking over the reins next year for scoochie
2: he is and you know as the season goes on it you know his, his time will be it will be more time coming in the game and um he's going to do well filling their spot um, you know there's only one scoochie out there so um he has some big shoes to fill but i think he'll do a good job at it
1: i want to talk a little bit later about scoochie's uh, legacy and i want to get into that just a little bit more but I've just been so impressed by what he's done for the Flyers, and we'll get more into Scoochie on that as we, we're going to head back over to the Bud Light Mike, as my good friend Tom is over there. Hey, Tom, Merry Christmas.
6: Hey, hey, hey Nate and, and uh, Mr. Purvis. Um, you know, you know uh, I think uh, uh, John Crosby, it looks to me like, I mean, he's got a nice kind of a step-back shot that he shoots kind of with two hands. And that looks to me like maybe one of his better shots, uh, as opposed to going uh, straight in and and you know trying to shoot it while moving forward. Um, but he, he looked uh, uh, you know very uh, relaxed tonight and uh, uh, play, playing playing real well. And uh, um, another guy I'd like to mention is uh, Trey Landers. Nate, do you think Trey, Trey Landers has got? Uh, you know uh, uh your shoulders in uh about uh two or three inches shorter and uh he looks like he could be a good rebounder because he could box out and he's a good jumper
2: yeah well trey landers is a, a good player uh, we will see more of him um you know in the years coming he is a freshman um you know just for example as uh Xavier, you know, he didn't, Williams, he didn't play that much last year, but now he's getting a lot of playing time, and his role has changed, and the same thing with Landers will change. Um, You know, we have a a few seniors that's going to be leaving us, um, and those spots need to be filled, and Landers has the opportunity to do that. He's a very good player, and honestly, I can't wait to see him in the, uh, the time coming. Th- thank you guys very much
1: of course Merry Christmas once again and uh what going back to to Crosby just a little bit more as I completely excluded a, a stat that also that he had too he had seven assists in this game in addition to Scucci's seven so really when we say that uh when we say that he played a lot like Scucci in the, in the sense of being that point guard the stats also back that up as well
2: yeah they both play the well the play the role well You know, they're the point guard. They're the general. They make sure they get the players in the right positions and they run the team. And, you know, part of running the team is distributing the ball, and they did it well today.
1: Going back to the uh, to the comment about the, the step-back shot with two hands, certainly not the most uh, not the most pretty way to do that. I don't think you would be advising some youngsters to be shooting step-back shots like that, huh?
2: Yeah, yeah, it probably won't. But, you know, if it works for him, hey, coach is not going to change it now. No. Uh, we're going to let it ride. Um, but it's not a film that I'm going to show some kids and be like, hey, this is a shot you need. This is the way you do it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, it
1: seems to be a lot more of that with everyone wanting to be like Steph Curry and just shoot those fadeaway NBA range threes, So. We need to get a little bit more back to the fundamentals, perhaps.
2: yeah. Well, you know, I always look at it like this. If you're going to take those type of shots, you need to be practicing those type of shots. So um, he's in the gym all the time, and they work on those shots. And, you know, sometimes these kids take shots, and, you know, the fans will be like, what is that? But those are shots that they practice all the time. Mm -hmm. And if you practice it, you got to use it. 457-1290. Four five seven
1: twelve ninety. Once again, the number you can jump on and get on and talk with uh, Nate and I. Also, Bud Light Mike here at uh, Flanagan's Pub if you have the ability. Also, you can tweet at me, at uh, at Michael Purvis. I'll be more than happy to read your read your takes if you got them. But uh, I do want to, Nate, if we can, let's move a little bit more towards uh, talking about Scoochie Smith. He did join a, a very exclusive club today. Now, I believe, I think it's up to 44th in career scoring. Got his 1,000th point today. And really, he almost felt like when he made that free throw, there was this just huge amount of just relief amongst all thirteen thousand sitting in the arena in addition to him as well.
2: Oh yeah, you know, that's a huge accomplishment and I take my hat off the scoots because he worked hard for it and he deserves it. Um you know, but that's just saying that he's he's a good player, you know, and uh he definitely can score. Um but he's not just a scorer, you know, he's a leader. He's the the point guard on the team that is the general and he makes things happen you know he didn't really have a good shooting night in the last game he didn't have a good shooting night but he still was effective in the game because he does other things he gets other players involved he gets uh, scrappy on defense Um, he's very vocal with his teammates Um, so those things you all need and you know as the point guard he's doing a good job
1: and you really you see with him is is you mentioned his court how he can help with so many other things and i can just see his court vision just never never suffered at all he was always the seven assists tonight really proved that as well
2: and you know honestly i have to take my hat off to the coach you know archie does a great job of motivating his kids and giving them confidence you know a coach can change a kid's attitude momentum the process of the game they could change all that and when a coach gives these kids freedom and allow them to play their game that gives them confidence and when you give a kid confidence they will do anything and everything for you and that's what's happening now
1: before we head to the Bud Light Mike I do want to ask you another question I've in the preseason, I was seeing a lot of comments from a lot of different blogs and websites that cover the A-10. And a lot of the other schools were saying, Scoochie Smith, wow, he's still there. You know, and, and I feel that UD fans have, had, have looked at so many other players and have said across the A-10 and who always played Dayton well and have said, wow, that guy's still there. It's really nice, though, to finally have Scoochie be a guy on our side who's the everyone else is like, man, I don't want to go up against him in conference play.
2: Yeah, definitely, and and that's huge. And
1: did you ever have – was there ever a player when you were playing that always played played against UD well that you Uh, thought he was there for like eight years?
2: uh, Yeah, we had a couple of those. Um, (laughs) You know, one of them was David West. Oh, jeez. I'll never forget that guy, you know. Xavier was rough for us at times, but you know he was a great player, and I take my hat off to him. Um, he's done really well in the NBA, but he was one of the guys that we was always like, "Oh, it's going to be a rough night." Four five
1: seven twelve ninety is the number to jump on. We can also head to the Bud Light, Mike, which is exactly what we're doing right now. Hey, Jeff, how's it going? Merry Christmas.
6: Merry Christmas, guys. Uh, you know, Kyle Davis actually shot the ball pretty well tonight, but he's never going to be a great shooter. Um, but he really looked more like a defensive back while well, he was pulling down interceptions today.
2: Yeah, he got a lot of nice rebounds. Uh, yeah, and
6: there and there's a, seems to be a lot of guys in the NFL now that are, are crossover guys that played basketball in college or did some other things. When Nate, when you were playing, did you do you have any inkling on that? Any thought of you know I
2: could be a tight end? I could uh, I could you know I could play pro uh, pro football maybe? You, you want to believe it? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I did. I actually had a, I was recruited in football when I was coming out of high school, but. You know, honestly, I'm going to say it now because I'm older, but, you know, mama didn't want me to. She thought I was going to get hurt. <laughs> so she put me on the uh, basketball set. You got to play basketball. You're going you're gonna to put me in the hospital, and I ain't want to do that. So... Uh, I came to UD. <laughs> Worked out well for you, didn't it? Yeah, it did. It? I like that. Yeah. Hey, you listen to Mama. Good things happen.
1: Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> never, never question Mom's judgment. I, I've, I've learned that multiple times. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, go. Thank you, Jeff, for uh, for joining us there on the Bud Light Mike. Uh, a stat to back up what he just said: four steals on the game there for Kyle uh, for Kyle Davis. And I sent a tweet out, and it was kind of more sarcasm. That kid is just an absolute nightmare for any team that he goes up against. He is just just shuts down players. They're, basically, it's go against their best their best guard, and Kyle shuts him down almost every time. Yeah.
2: He's a good athlete, and he gets after it on the defensive end. Um, you know, one thing we do want him to work on is um, once he g- gets that jump shot together, and it's on a consistent basis. He's going to be a great player. Right now, you know, he's a good player, and you know, on the defensive end. It's hard for people to get around him. I mean, he's really good at what he does, and you know I take my hat off on, take my hat off to him because uh, he does what he do well.
1: Yes, and it's it's even funny because I in prepping to doing feedback I didn't get to I didn't get to fill in last year, but uh, two years ago I I was covering the uh, the University of Illinois Chicago and I looked up that and right right around this time, and one of the notes that I had this would obviously have been Kyle Davis as a as a junior and or excuse me as a sophomore and I said, offensively not quite sure, but man that kid plays defense and look and that's and that is he's continued on that trend and he's yeah. been one of the most important players that they've had
2: in this last this four year run. Yeah, of course he's going to be one of the most important players because you know they always say there's the same as defense wins championships and offense sells tickets <laughs> so you know we try and win a championship and we got the right guy on our team
1: 22 points off of turnovers as well in case you're wondering how many times Dayton scored off of the turnovers and as a matter of fact if I'm looking here VMI looks like they ended up having 16 turnovers in the game and they got 22 points off of them that is that's how you win games. Whether Regardless of the competition, you turn you turn them over and you score on them, you're going to win a lot of games.
2: And that's the thing. When, you, when you're not having a good offensive night, you have to pick it up on your defense because defense creates easy baskets for you. And if you play hard defense, you'll get baskets and transitions. You'll get fast break points. And that's what helps you get that momentum. And then you start working on the offense, and it comes in
1: Little by yeah, little by little yeah. Um, they uh, continue <laughs> dating for the most part. I'll let you finish your thought there.
2: Yeah, you know that's it. that's what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, defense wins championships, and when your offense is not all running on all the cylinders. Your defense steps in and helps you out until you can get your offense going.
1: If I can jump back to uh, to talking about the game on Wednesday, which obviously, as a matter of fact, this is an interesting stretch for Dayton. They actually had three games in, what, six days, so it's, or seven days, excuse me. So they actually had a lot of games in a short amount of time. I want to go to looking at that Vanderbilt game. Vanderbilt played Dayton interesting, especially in the first half, forcing Dayton to shoot the threes. And they really—they just didn't want Dayton at all to run out to run on them at all. And it seems like I'm not—I'm interested in your from what you've seen. Do you think more teams in conference play are going to be doing that with them, just conceding defensive rebounds, but then letting, but then getting back on defense and cutting back the fast break?
2: Oh yeah, Um, I believe that you're going to see a lot of zone. Um, Teams can't guard us. We are a tough matchup team. Um, We have several players that can play several positions. And, you know, we don't have what you call a true center. So, you know, you have those seven-footers, but we can bring those seven-footers out to the three-point line and take them to the basket. So to save other teams from getting in foul trouble, they're going to have to go zone against us. And we just have to keep working at that zone. And when we're in practice, we have to keep getting better because we're going to see it a lot.
1: It seems like Dayton has, in the past, struggled against zones, but it seems like they have at least found an offense that is starting – to get a little bit better and i want to get more on that but obviously you hear the music that means we're up against the break we're going to be closing up shop here with our final segment coming up in just a few moments we'll be back here with the last little bit of flyer feedback here from Flaney's pub we return you're listening to the home of the flyers
0: this is flyer feedback on a.m 1290 and news 95.7 whio
1: cancer just the thought of
6: it can keep you up at night it keeps us up too Working around the clock, looking for new ways to fight. That's why Premier Health has teamed up with MD Anderson Cancer Network, a program of MD Anderson Cancer Center. This means we'll have access to more expertise and more treatment options. Now, it's cancer's turn to be scared. Learn more about Premier Health and MD Anderson Cancer Network at unitedagainstcancer.com.
1: Could you retire sooner than you think and with greater financial security? Hello, I'm David Gaylor, president of Tradewinds Financial Group, and I'm also the author of Income Allocation. You will learn strategies to create a dependable, sustainable, and predictable income stream for your retirement. You'll also learn critical information about the two risks you must manage for a successful retirement. Learn more about these strategies and give Tradewinds Financial Group a call. 800-385-0437. That's
6: 800-385-0437. This is Jim Evans, owner of BMW of Dayton. There are tons of holidays where we give and get gifts. Christmas, Hanukkah, birthdays, and so on. But what kind of gift can make every single day feel like a holiday? So this year, get into the holiday spirit even faster. Give yourself a reason to celebrate performance, efficiency, and superior handling every time you get behind the wheel. You can now lease a new 2016 BMW 328i with xDrive for only $329 a month for 36 months. Hurry in to BMW Dayton or online at bmwdayton.com for this exclusive offer so you can keep on celebrating no matter what day it is. We only make one thing, the ultimate driving machine. I'm Jim Evans, and I'm a dealer for the people. Visit me at Dayton's Choice for BMW, located on Poe Avenue in Dayton. Take exit 59 off of I-75, just south of I-70 across from Middle Lane. Call 877-540-4606 or visit bmwdayton.com. Payments based on 36-month lease with 10,000 miles.
0: 4254 total to its signing with approved credit through BMW Financial.
4: Rings have no beginning and never end. A symbol of never-ending love. Or maybe it's not about the beginning or the end. Darling,
6: you're beautiful.
4: It's about everything in between. Just as you are. For a limited time, get 0% interest for 12 months at Stafford's Diamonds across from the Dayton Mall. Or design your engagement ring now at Stafford'sDiamonds.com. Stafford's Diamonds, for every facet of life, shine true. Sail into the holidays at Treasure Isles Flea Market. It's the place to be for food, fun, entertainment, and aisles of savings. Open Saturdays and Sundays, and Christmas weekend open Friday and Saturday. Treasure Isles Flea Market.
5: The bargain hunter's paradise. Arg.
4: This year, make her glow with happiness with a gift card to the Woodhouse Day Spa at The Green. Receive a $20 bonus card with your gift card purchase of $100 or more. Instant printable gift cards are available at woodhousedayton.com
3: find new roads to savings at Dave Kale Chevrolet and Chevy Trucks. The intersection of Routes 4 and 29 in Mechanicsburg is the place you'll find dependable transportation. Great deals, no doubt, every day. For a young family member driving to and from school, for a person who spends a lot of time working on the road, or a parent who doubles as a shuttle service, you'll always find a great deal at Dave Kale Chevrolet and Chevy Trucks. Come see us and discover our big city selection of trucks, cars, vans, and SUVs. Dave Kale specializes in hard-to-find trucks and trucks to get you through the winter snow. Dave says you'll always get a warm reception at his dealership.
6: We urge you to take the easy country drive where you'll find no hassles, minimum time at the dealership, plus our great selection of GM certified used vehicles.
3: Find new roads to Dave Kale Chevrolet and Chevy Trucks. Routes 4 and 29 in Mechanicsburg. Visit their website, DaveKehLChevrolet.com. Call 1-800-886-1000 to get started. For over 30 years, the place to save is Dave kales Chevrolet. Hey, if you need to sell your home without all the headaches
4: most people experience. Hey, Sean Hannity here to tell you that after years of buying, selling, investing millions of dollars in real estate, that all real estate agents do not operate the same way. Now, what makes the difference between a home selling fast and for top dollar, and one that sits on the market for months and doesn't even sell at all? Well, you have a great American right in your backyard that I trust if I needed to sell my home. I'm talking about Tammy Holmes with H-E-R Realtors. Now, she has a system that outmarkets and outsells 99% of other agents in dayton tammy holmes spends thousands of dollars which makes it sell faster and for more money now you risk nothing since if at any point you're not happy you can get out of the contract free and clear and pay nothing but trust me that's not going to happen tammy outsells the average agent in dayton 43 to 1 don't play games with your home call tammy holmes at 937-506-0500 or online at daytonguarantee.com that's daytonguarantee.com and you can start packing tracking a chilly rain through the remainder of this evening with temperatures falling into the 30s. I'm meteorologist McCall Vrydags on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
0: You're listening to Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call with your questions and comments now. 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
1: Hey, and for the last time tonight, welcome back into Flanagan's Pub here, our last segment of Flyer Feedback. We thank you all for joining us here at Flanagan's Pub. Of course, listen here on WHI Radio, filling in for John Bedell. I'm Mike Purvis, Nate Green alongside me here. in Nate, uh, our last segment here, and I wanted to talk about uh, Dayton going into conference play and uh, kind of just a little bit of your experiences with going into conference play. And we were, we were talking off the air about uh, about not so much the first game of conference play, which is on uh, December 30th, of course, against uh, uh, LaSalle. Uh-huh. But it's the second game that we're a little more interested in when Dayton has to go to St. Bonaventure. Uh, pretty crucial with the students not there because they're on break, but you were also saying you have some, what do we uh, say, fond memories of a
2: warm in New York, don't you? Yeah, that's probably the worst place you could ever go. <laughs> uh, we could pick any place in the country to go other than that place because first you got to take a, you know, you fly out there, then you have to take another small charter flight just to get to uh, – the campus, it, it's just a bad trip. It's long, it, it's nothing out there. You know, like you said, you, you really don't have the students there. Nobody really travels there because it's such a bad travel. Um, but you know it's a business, and you gotta take care of business.
1: And if I can remember correctly, I believe that it was last year, two years ago, where they just started out on absolute fire in the first half, and I believe they had like a nearly thirty-point lead, and then actually almost lost the game in the end. So, so they have success out there against St. Bonaventure, but obviously not the not the best trip. I, I also wanted to look into uh, talking about uh, rivalries, and, and I know that a lot of people in, in you know when you played you had one pretty pretty clear rival obviously and, yeah but yeah. uh with uh with that, I with like that team at all yeah with that team uh <laughs> heading to uh, different let's go different pastures let's not go green pastures we'll, we'll go into different pastures it really doesn't seem like Dayton has uh, a true a true rival I guess uh, some of my friends on Twitter would say that well don't forget about the Archbaron Cup against against uh, St. Louis but uh what is your what is your take on, on rivalry games what do they mean and you know in conference play I mean really when you I guess if I I think about it. Almost every game is a rivalry game when you get to the conference play. Yeah.
2: When the conference time comes, everybody's a rival. You know, we're in the A-10, it's, it's so close in the A-10. You know, any given night, any team can win. You know, you could be number one in the league, and then if you don't come out and play and give you 100%, you know, the number eight team can come in and beat you. So, you know, you, you never can let up and that's what the coaches are trying to prepare these kids for and this was a good uh what i call practice run playing vmi because they're not as good as a dayton flyers team but if we don't come out and give a hundred percent there's a possibility that we could lose against them and you know we didn't give them that chance to stay in the game and give that confidence so that they could uh make it a ball game at the end you know we jumped on them and we stayed on them and we just kept riding
1: even though that the score was pretty lopsided, I do have a, a note here that VMI ended with a scoring drought. They did not score in the last uh, over two minutes of that game. So you did mention that VMI never really was able to, to stretch runs. And I really feel like in the college game, and I know you can hit on this a little bit, the college game, it really, almost every game is all about runs. And you can go, you can just go on a 10-point run and completely swing the game in one fashion or another.
2: It's all about runs. And it's all about how you respond to those runs because every good team, you're going to have runs um it's all about how you respond to it and if you respond and you start panicking and taking and rushing shots and you know trying to get to the basket and making silly turnovers then it's going to be a rough game but if you have your composure and you sit down and you run your offense and you make that extra pass and you know everybody's going to the glass and getting rebounds then.
1: Conference play is always where Dayton lives and dies, where they need to make their mark, and that's going to be so true this year with the way that they, uh, with the, way that the A-10 is at right now. Well, the music means it is time for us to wrap it up here at Flanagan's. And for Nate Green, I'm Mike thank Purvis. You, we thank you. all of you for joining us here once again, listening and being here at Flanagan's Pub. Dayton was a big winner as we head into Christmas break, 92 to 56. For my producer, Caleb, Nate Green, I'm Mike Purvis. A very Merry Christmas from all of us at WHIO. And as always, go Flyers.